0: Hi I'm Diane Worthington and I'm Denise Vivaldo and welcome to Women Beyond a Certain Age. Today we're going to talk about some traditions and ideas for Christmas and New Year's Eve. Now I love New Year's Eve and I love to throw a New Year's Eve party. Diane, not so much. She does New Year's Day. (laughs) So I think that the fun part of it is, I know the fun part for me is that when Diane and I go to do any of these podcasts, and we talk about the traditions that we grew up with or things that we've evolved into, I think it's fascinating. And I think it's kind of international and worldwide. Yeah. No, it really is. It really is. I do not every, you know, it's, and this is all I will say, sometimes New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, you know. Wait, depends. you're getting ahead of yourself, oh, okay. girl. Come on. I was just going to say. Christmas. Oh, Christmas. You're right. You're right. Well, I think that the, <laughs> you can, can say the same you... thing. No, no, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I think that Christmas and New Year's, and we didn't touch on this before because almost everyone likes Thanksgiving when we've talked about that. Right. But sometimes Christmas and New Year's Eve are hard times for people. Definitely. And it's not merriment. Do you know what I mean? They, they <sighs> remember, they, never, they don't have their parents any longer, so Christmas is not the same or God forbid worse. Do you know what I mean? They have yes. had a terrible loss so that Christmas can't be the same. And I do know this, sometimes going into a new year, people are, are scared to let go. They had a good year this year, or maybe they're just afraid of changes and a new year seems like changing to them. Do you know what I mean? Which is that whole Thing that yes. we do to ourselves about resolutions. Next year, I'm going to be better at my taxes. Oh, yeah. Next year, I'm yes. going <laughs> right. to. Next year, I'm going to lose forty pounds. That's right. Uh, all these things, or next Christmas, I'm going to get organized before the week before Christmas, and I'm going to bake up gorgeous Christmas cookies. And then, in fact,
1: not all of those things can come true. Like most of them. Like most of yeah. them. Yeah. No, no, no. It's it. It's true. Christmas. It's a national holiday. It's a religious holiday. But everybody gets off. So it doesn't matter what religion you are, Christmas is here. And, I mean, all you have to do is turn on the TV, the radio, the Internet. It's like 12 days of Christmas at Costco. Every single time I click on my computer. So you can't avoid Christmas. For many people, it is very special, especially when you have little kids.
0: Yes, the Um, magic when you have children.
1: I, being the Jewish persuasion, (laughs) Uh, Our Christmases are that we often, we are very bad, we wait through Hanukkah, and then on Christmas Day, we pretend like it's Hanukkah, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, I make, you know, the scrambled eggs with the sausages, and the whole, uh, and of course, lox and bagels and cream cheese, and then we open our Hanukkah presents, because we figure we may as well have something to do, and then we (laughs) watch movies, take walks, Uh, and order Chinese. That's what we do but denise you've got lots to share well, you know and here I, christmas
0: i i will say this and this is it's funny it's all the same thing Diane. so i marry kenny kenny's jewish <laughs> But he says to me immediately, when we started to be together, and now it's around the holidays, he goes, you going to put up a tree? <laughs> and I said, really? He said, oh, yeah, we always had a tree. <laughs> I said, you did. He said, yeah, but they celebrated Hanukkah, too. Then they celebrated Christmas. And he said to me, now, let me tell you something. As a kid, when Hanukkah came, one, there were seven nights. He said, one night, I get a Eight nights. Eight nights. One night, they give me a pack of gum. The next <laughs> night, they give me a comb. He said, the first time I had Christmas, they gave me a bicycle said which holiday do you think I like better I said oh you're such a bad Jew but he actually loves Christmas but I, and I do too but you know what I really love about Christmas it's not the presents because I think as you get older uh, what presents do I need for God's Do you know what I mean yeah, and this is it's a kid's holiday, holiday for yeah. children and you see the excitement yeah but I will say this I love the twinkly lights. Yeah. I like the smells in the air. I like the tree smell. I like the ceremony of it. And I do hope, I like the fact that maybe we can all be nicer to each other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And give the gift of, you know, Christmas and being in our spirits. Um, This year, since I've been moving, I said to Kenny, no tree, I can't handle it. You know, I got one house and two houses and blah, blah, blah. But... I bought a $10, because I couldn't get into the boxes, into my loft yet. It's a long story. <laughs> I bought a $10 at Big Lots strand of these cheap, cute little lights. I mean, really inexpensive, but 16 feet. I hung it over the mantle in our new house. Nice. And it goes on and off, you know, different yeah. colors. When, I, But I put them up because went Kenny said to me oh it's my favorite part of Christmas is the twinkly lights Aww. so that and then I had some pretty glass Christmas trees that were my mother's so I put those out on a little runner and all of a sudden you know within Feels 10 festive, minutes it festive. felt festive yeah. so I that's my we aren't giving each other any Christmas presents this year because we've spent a fortune on our <laughs> new
1: house but that is your Christmas that present is our Christmas present other. and
0: you know, I do need to think. but uh, you know, Cindy and I for years have usually given each other a Christmas present or taken each other out for lunch. But one of the reasons we do that is as we say, as you get older and it is so much for children, you don't get presents. Do you know what I mean? You know, it's... and so sometimes it is lovely with a girlfriend or a friend my sisters and I sometimes, but you know, with a lot of people, I try to give them presents when I think of them all year. So
1: Yeah, that's my feeling. You know, but you did say something, Denise, that I think is worthy of talking about for a second, which is the idea as we age and become women beyond a certain age, is that my gifts, I want them to be experiences. Mm -hmm. Because stuff is stuff. But If you can give an experience, whatever that is, whether it's making lunch for somebody or all going out to dinner or having a cocktail at a special place by the beach or whatever it is, there's something about that that's, to me, way more meaningful than stuff
0: absolutely do you know it's interesting I know this because I and this is from San Francisco and nobody does it better than Union Square when they decorate at Christmas because all the stores you know most of the ones when I grew up aren't there anymore but they always did the city of Paris had this gigantic Christmas tree I think the closest to that in LA is when Cindy and I go to the Grove Mm. they put up that beautiful tree and we have coffee at the the man that started the... Dominique cro- Ansel, yes. yeah. Dominique Unsell. And we have a gorgeous coffee there and a pastry. And they're playing Christmas music and the fountain's going, even though it's 90 degrees out.
1: <laughs> it is beautiful. Yeah. Santa's in his sleigh. So what we're talking about is the experience of it rather than you know, taking in, being mindful of the twinkling lights. That's right. The fragrance. I was at Ralph's Market the other day and I walked in and it smelled like a cinnamon whatever. I thought, oh, it's really holiday ish and it just feels good. So there's something to take a moment and just enjoy those kinds of things. Absolutely. When we had the <clears throat> election a year,
0: has it been to a year, a hundred years ago. But yeah. I, I had put up a small tree with just white quinky legs and some really, really, really adult um, Disney <laughs> ornaments. <laughs> I know, funny. don't even go there. I, it's, it's ridiculous, but I, I love Disney. It was my princess tree, as I called it.
1: That's funny. It was
0: very, it so warmed my heart. But I have to tell you, we didn't take the, the so it's a, not a real tree. It's a little white Yeah, painted tree. Do you know I kept that up for almost all of April? Because Kenny and I love the light so much. And it it represented to me... A real positive and happy time. Yeah, and we weren't. We didn't want to go dark. Do you know? What I mean? Yeah, so no, I do know. What I you do mean. think that a lot of Christmas and, but certainly there's memories and traditions. And Diane mm-hmm. did some research that's really fun, on traditions, um, for throughout the
1: world. Yeah, for New Year's. Yes,
0: for New Year's, and some are for Christmas because you know right. I
1: think that's when people. How do you pronounce the what? Wassail, wassail, uh. Wassail, Cindy, Cindy knew it's how to pronounce a, it. It's a wine drink that in Europe, lots of places where they have the wassail bowl. And, you know, it's warm wine well, with spices and whatever. And it's like
0: eggnog at Christmas. Oh, God. And eggnog. you know what else? I know from in Cuba, and I think in Puerto Rico, too, they make... It's called Breath of Life, and it tastes like eggnog, but better. And I want to say that the Spanish name is Coquito, but I could totally be making that up. (laughs) We don't know the difference, so (laughs) we'll go
1: eggnog for the But I'll tell you, my father, every year, made fresh eggnog. Okay, let's talk. My father made eggnog. My dad was a surgeon and a general practitioner with a little black bag. He was the old school doctor you wanted to have oh. and in his office I can't believe he did this he'd be like arrested now he had a little <laughs> Christmas tree for his patients and then he had a big bowl of eggnog and in the eggnog it was not just eggnog oh how fun he put in like bourbon and scotch and god knows what Ooh. and uh that's making you thirsty yeah <laughs> really but that is such a memory so it's so much about those memories, and for my all mother of us. had a beautiful bowl. Yeah, with the little eggnog
0: cups. Right, and then there was also Tom and Jerry's, if you remember those. And I'm not even sure what a Tom and Jerry is. I know my father also made hot buttered rums at Christmas. Oh, really? Which was just brown sugar and rum. I mean, it was out of is the. Is that swirl. what it was? Really? Did
1: he set it on fire?
0: Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no but i'm gonna tell you that's why i, I picture it to can be. remember those it was the accoutements that went with it like the tom and jerry glasses or the it said hot buttered rum on the outside right. or like an irish coffee i remember thinking and one day when i'm rich i'm going to own all those glasses too <laughs> and by the way i own most of those glasses
1: <laughs> and you use them all the time oh, don't I, you
0: tom and jerry batter is cognac rum and whole milk okay so it's another yeah
1: cocktail another <laughs> another now,
0: holiday drink. I will say this. I've made homemade eggnog and it's delicious, but I also when I'm <clears throat> pressed for time, yes. I buy the Strauss Family Farm oh, eggnog it's just fine. in the um, bottle in the bottle yeah. that's at Whole Foods. Yeah. Oh my god,
1: that's Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's where I won't spend the time. I know. Yeah. Well, but- also it's nice to have it. It's already made up. The
0: other one's pretty You know, you can't keep it. Right, right, right. And my husband likes to have eggnogs. He'll have an eggnog. He's had one last night before we had steak for dinner. Goodness, eggnog. He loves eggnog.
1: What a memory. What a memory. By the way, so we haven't discussed Christmas Eve. For those of you who celebrate, well, I don't go to midnight mass. Uh, although I have gone because it's one of the most amazing so, beautiful and there's
0: churches with the most beautiful choir I'm more
1: into what are we having for dinner mode <laughs> and we have a family that we've grown up with with my daughter and her daughter since they were two so we do a Christmas Eve every year two years ago we did Korean barbecue for Christmas oh. Eve oh that's like we like international, international Christmas, Christmas, Eve. Christmas Eve I did a couple of years I did a prime rib and um we will again have that up on our site for anybody who's interested, because I did a lot of research, and I ended up making a crust for it, which is with, I think it has mustard, and it has lots of good stuff, and you coat the whole thing, and then you roast it at a high heat, medium heat, and a lower heat, and it comes out perfect. A lot of people really love to do prime rib. Yeah, I
0: will say this, but a lot of, and I'm, it, we'll put this on the Facebook page, Diane's Prime Rib Recipe. I have one a little bit similar to yeah. yours. Yours sounds better to me, but here's the thing. People are afraid to cook prime ribs because they've spent 40 or $50 on this piece of meat. 40
1: or $50? Uh, 1955. <laughs> Hello? Well, have you been to the okay, market I lately, know. dear? No, I have. <laughs> yeah, but, for two people, but it <laughs> might be $50. But
0: I will say this. For a half a rib. If you're nervous about cooking a prime rib, there's a couple of things you can do. Yes. You can buy it off the bone where you just, it's, think of New York steaks, you know, glued together. Right. That makes, it's easier to carve for people if they're afraid of it. Sometimes I, you know, you can have your butcher take the prime rib off the bone, but put those, keep the bones and the flat meat back on the meat.
1: Right. And then then, roast it that way. And then you can carve it. That's brilliant. That, it's so
0: much easier. Yeah. And if, you know, I think that people, I just, I know this is because girlfriends call me and say, God, I spent $100 yeah. on this. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what else? This is talk about, they should give us a plug. Costco sells
1: beautiful prime ribs. I buy them all the time. You know that my friend has made friends with the butcher? And she calls him, and he cuts it exactly. I mean, that is sort of not in the purview of Costco, but yes, they have they have really good meat. They have delicious meat. So sometimes I find the perfect prime rib,
0: but I'm usually cooking for four. If I bother to cook the prime rib, I want I invite another couple because I want to do that. Exactly, and then and it's like yours a little bit, Diane, with this. Horseradish on the outside, but I'll tell you to me, and the only thing you really need is you need a good carving knife when you have a prime rib. So that's, yes, but yet again, I mean, carving knife that's
1: another great it, thing a, to have. You know, in your it's a great arsenal. thing
0: to have, but people get nervous about it. But in actuality, it's the simple you stick the meat in the oven, <laughs> and then when it starts
1: to smell like it's cooked, pull it out. Yeah, and it's right. absolutely it's delicious. pretty easy. It's pretty and easy. if you have an oven thermometer, instant that's read would make all the difference. Yeah. So that's good. But, and with it, I always do, I get a creamed horseradish that's bottled, and then I add whipped cream or creme fraiche to it, and it's perfection.
0: I buy that same creamed horseradish, and I just use sour cream because that's no, what I do in catering. Right. With some salt and pepper, and, of course, that alongside the prime rib with lots of times I do roasted baby red potatoes. That's perfect. Or if I really want to cook, I make my mother's old... A gratin potatoes, which is just sliced potatoes and tons of shredded cheese, different types and of cream. cheese. And, and cream, yeah, yeah. and they're better the second day, mm. and it does take you a week to soak the pan <laughs> before you can get the extra the potatoes off of it. They remind me of my
1: family. Yeah, yeah that's what it, I'm telling you. It keeps coming it back. It keeps to these coming back. Taste memories. Well, you know,
0: I recently just went to a food writing workshop with Alyssa Altman, and it was in the 1440 University in Scott Valley in California. And I have to tell you something. All strangers to each other when we first got there. The workshop was nine women, and all we talked about was family table stories, because that's what we've got. Do you know what I mean? And to hear there were women from other parts of the world in this workshop. All of us just wrote about family stories and i think that that's what food's supposed to do for us at the table.
1: One of the things that i write about and talk about a lot are taste memories. Exactly. That's like the other memories that just never that are indelible in your body and yes. soul. And taste memories are one of them. A cute story, i went to new york with my friend who was obsessed cuz she grew up in new york with the second avenue deli. It had the best You name it, you know, chopped liver. Every dish was better than the one before. So I grew up in Los Angeles, and I had my deli. And I go to her deli, and she's telling me about these dishes for years. And I order them, and I'm like, I don't know what to say because they don't taste like my Uh, memories. Oh, yep. Uh Oh. Oh. A deli's is not a deli unless it's the one that you know or anything else. But it comes back to taste memories. That's right. You know, and it's a nice feeling it's when you can have It's a wonderful feeling. Two years ago, my sister, my
0: tall, skinny sister, who's 5'9 and, you know, weighs about 120 pounds, came down. And I made prime rib and her daughter. Oh. And her husband couldn't come this trip, but they came down and stayed with Kenny and I. But I need you to know something. I made a prime rib exactly, cooked it like my mom did. And my skinny sister who really eats, I watch her. She eats small portions. Do you yeah, know that's who that's she is? That's the key. We don't she, no, that's, subscribe I, to that. I, yeah, I understand it. It, it just doesn't. <laughs> I just don't get it. She won her piece of prime rib. She said, this is good. She got up and ate a second piece of prime rib. My husband's eyes were getting big. Kenny said, I was so hoping there was going to be some leftovers. I said, she was pretty excited about that prime rib because she doesn't cook like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then when we moved on to hot fudge sundaes, which is another thing that we usually would have. Peppermint ice cream with hot fudge sundaes. What could possibly be better? And of course, she had two of those. And my husband kept saying, where is she putting this? I said, I don't know. But it gave me so much joy to see her eat. Yeah, I made something else. It was my mother's. I can't remember, and she just kept saying, "This is just like when we were kids." And it made us both cry and laugh, and we had fun. And God, I was happy to see her eat
1: like a pig. I know it. it, That is fun when you see somebody that you totally don't expect to eat like that. And she appreciated it, and that's probably what she does. Rarely, rarely. You know what I mean? But you know, Janice, I think as we talk about Christmas, Christmas Eve, and now we'll get to New Year's, it is so much about your history, especially as a woman beyond a certain age. Yes. uh, Group. You know, you're thinking about, I mean, I remember going out to parties when I was like 17. I remember the brocade dress I wore, the silk brocade dress. I remember, I just remember everything about it. And Frankly, I didn't even think it was that much fun. But I certainly (laughs) went and did it. You know, cut to today for us. Well, first of all, my husband and I, Michael, met at uh, Cal Berkeley uh, many, many years ago. And we kind of fell in love on New Year's Eve. So it's our anniversary, one of our many. So we always have fun. And he always brings me flowers in the afternoon. But we've sort of, you know, we like to go to like an early movie, a great movie. And then my dinner every New Year's Eve because I do a New Year's Day uh, football thing for him, you know, the people that he wants to have talk about football. Uh, But I do the same thing. I do caviar on blinis or smoked salmon with blinis. And then I do a great salad. I do a veal chop,
0: Mm, rib
1: veal chop with a fabulous whatever on it, baby roast potatoes. And man, I'm going to add that hot fudge sundae with the Peppermint ice, ice cream. And right? dessert.
0: All right. And now oh my God, I just can't get away from it. What? Right. Um, the best peppermint ice cream. Okay, I have oh, yeah. She's I've been, been had on to...
1: Facebook, by the way, with this folks. I
0: have tried I bought every peppermint ice cream, it's seasonal. Right. Well, the first one dryers, was, was, was dryers. Was, has slow churn. Then there's um, McConnell's. Well, McConnell's was, was good, the first but one. What
1: great! So Dan. I'm. Uh, that's okay, my taste that's memory. A, but so now that, I have to taste. That's what?
0: right. Doss. It's called peppermint bark. Now I need to share something. Oh well, with you. hello. It's Who's in a, a red pep- container. Yes, it has bits of chocolate and peppermint candy, in it. Can, yeah. It's out of this world, and so um, wow. and I'm sure I bought two of them. And I'm sure that one of them may make it till (laughs) Christmas Eve. I'm not sure. But peppermint ice cream to me is just, it's this time of year. And it's what I was surprised about. yes, peppermint ice cream. These these tastes. Very simple. Very simple.
1: Well, we were going to chat a little bit, which is kind of fun, about uh, New Year's Eve. Please, I liked you did research. I did research. You know, I love to do research when when we're doing this to sort of find fun facts uh, certainly we know about, well, we know what we do in America. We do the countdown with Ryan, who, Ryan Seacrest and whatever, or we do our own countdown. And then when it's happy new year, you have those poppers. So there's lots of noise so in China. They use firecrackers, Italians, they do their uh, church bells in Switzerland. They do uh, drums and we do, you know, happy new year. And where's the champagne? That's gotcha. Right. Yes. But another thing that I've never subscribed to, but I know exists, is that many uh, New Year's traditions surround food, and there are things called lucky food. In Spain, the tradition of eating 12 grapes at midnight, picture this in your mouth, final moments of the year, one grape for each chime of the clock, and then they eat them. I don't know. I, I'm I, not sure I, about I, that, It's like but a okay. chip, chipmunk situation. Um and then, of course, the black-eyed peas and pork, that's a big deal. I don't know if it's black-eyed peas and bean and rice. or I think there's probably different I think, ones. I think
0: there's different recipes. All I know is I spent a New Year's Day in Mississippi. I was working there, and there were black-eyed peas everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Yes. All, all the home cooks, all the grandmas, all the friends, because they are good luck. You know, there's nothing when we talk about one Christmas I was in Paris. Mm. I had gone to Paris with my sister, and then she'd gone home, and I was taking classes. I didn't have anywhere to go to Christmas Day. Do you see what I mean? Because I was going to school. And then, it's a long story, but my sister had gone home, and you know what? What saved me was I walked up and down the Chantilly... Champs-Élysées. Champs-Élysées. And there were lights everywhere. Oh, all the lights in the oh, trees. Yeah. Also, that year, they had put up gold lame all over. The outside of the buildings had gold lame. Oh, really? I'll never forget. I had nowhere to go, but I'd talked to my family. And it was, I mean, I, I. it wasn't terrible that I had to stay. But I bought myself a little tiny, and I always put it out, this little tiny pink and pretty French wreath that I put on my table now. because, oh. I, And I was staying in a kind of a crappy hotel. Yeah. Not even a hotel. It was more of a pension. hostel. <laughs> it was a hostel. A pension. But you know, I was alone but the lights, the sparkly lights and everyone else enjoying Christmas. It was a, and I it was enough. It was enough. It's not nice. Yeah. No, I, enjoying new Oh, that was Christmas. Yeah, what that about was New Christmas. Year's? Oh, New Year's. Well, a New Year's one of the best things. I give New Year's Eve parties quite often. And we invite two couples that are dear friends. Yeah. And I cook live lobsters. I get have that big gigantic pot that yep. Emeril Lagasse was selling for <laughs> a few years with the jet propulsion bottom. People deep fry turkeys in them. It's because you can get six good-sized lobsters in there. Then we drink champagne. And we have, you know, drawn butter and French bread. The last time I gave one of the lobster parties was at my neighbor's house and they were so excited until the next morning I guess we'd all been just cracking those lobsters a little too wildly because she said something about thank you so much and I'll probably have to repaint
1: (laughs) the ceiling yeah
0: but the lobster
1: was delicious oh god that's kind of fun well whatever you're gonna do the point is just enjoy it and find something special for you in it. I think that's the key.
0: I also had once on New yes. Year's Eve, worked up until the last minute. Do you know what I mean? We yeah. were I was in catering. I was so tired and the boy the boyfriend that I had at that time, really nice guy, brought over Kentucky fried chicken. I'll never forget it. But gorgeous champagne, some a beautiful a, a Perrier Jose, something yeah. beautiful champagne, but he stopped and got a bucket of fried chicken and we sat in my living room. On uh, New Year's Eve, and watched the ball drop, and I remember thinking, "God, this chicken's pretty good." <laughs> I was so grateful to not be making something. And right. that He had brought it, and it was so cute because he had the bucket of chicken in one arm and the champagne in the other. It was you know, a wonderful. You know, when you say New this, year. the
1: only thing I can say to all of you is that the last thing I ever want to do is go out to dinner on I, New Year's I Eve know. because it's just—it's like Valentine's Day or Mother's Day, the worst time to go. It won't be that. Generally, it's kind of a stressful experience.
0: I find it to be... Well, They they the markup is horrendous.
1: Oh, that's... It's offensive. You know,
0: you feel like the markup is kind of offensive. Yeah. And also, it's crowded, and it's loud, and sometimes it's just not that fun. Do you right. know what I mean? Yes. Totally know what you mean. And, the, and if the food's not good, then you're really suffering.
1: Yeah. You know, to me, there's nothing better than if you're lucky enough to have a fireplace, to put on a fire, and to drink some good champagne. Um, and by the way, you know, there are some great caviar places in America now. Uh, uh-huh. I use a place called Kelly's, starting with a K. Kelly's Catch, also with a K, in Tennessee. And they have a number of different... Um, of
0: American-grown caviars? Yes. Oh, yes.
1: good to know. And it's really great to know. So you can look that up if you're a caviar lover, as we are. Um, I do have to tell this story that Diane said today that's hysterical. So Diane tells me she's already,
0: already gotten her Ossetra caviar from for Costco. Mm-hmm. but isn't it about it's 40 or 45 bucks i've bought it there. 15. it's a good deal. 50 okay yeah. it's a good deal though it's yeah. an ounce and it's a it's cetera a, it's yeah. more than an ounce oh okay i've bought it there myself i yeah. usually that's one of my last minute christmas gifts for my husband yeah it's I'm, a good one but i'm desperate yeah right. and i've Ooh, thank bought, you I'm and i give have that to michael and i have bought nothing and i have you know yeah. not a prayer of getting anything <laughs> But, Diane says to me after she's just told me about the cabbage, she goes, "But I'm going to make my own blinis this year <laughs> because there were 14 in the package and they wanted what? Twenty dollars? That's, that's right. And I thought we all have
1: issues about money, where we can spend it and where we can't. It's really true. It's true. true. And it's I of, love that. That part. offends me. I, I, the little I, tiny pancakes, twenty bucks. So I got my buckwheat flour and i am just be gonna checking
0: say. it out. Okay, now this is. When I was in catering, we had to make a 1,000 blinis for You're a big kidding. party. kidding. Yeah, no, we would. On a New Year's Eve with, you know, And those days, it really was beluga caviar, and yeah. it was just on the
1: yachts. We used to buy the
0: Aunt Jemima buckwheat <laughs> pancake, pancake mix, mix and just make it a little thinner. Made wow. beautiful blinis.
1: Oh, you know me. I'm, like, going to start oh, with I something. Know. Maybe I'll, I'll try that. Maybe Diane will have her own. She'll grow the buckwheat before <laughs> New Year's Eve. Oh, I wonder well, where I could do that. Dance. I wonder. No, I'm getting better about being everything being, you know, I laugh because when I wrote The Cuisine of California 450 years ago, <laughs> it was all farm to table. That was the whole stick. I know, that's It right. was all about fresh produce. And now, you know, where, wherever I am, I was in, just in Hawaii. Oh, farm to table restaurant. I know. Yeah.
0: I, yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I really. So- anyway.
0: So what else? Did we, did we say what we wanted to say about this? Have we given them enough tips?
1: Yeah, I think that the biggest tip I have for you is to find some joy, even if you're having a tough time. And trust me when I tell you I have spent time during the holidays that was beyond tough. And I just remember that I cooked an entire Thanksgiving dinner because I said what was going on was not going to get me down. And if you can find something to do if you're having a tough time or something, one thing to do, make, or invite somebody over or make sure you're doing something that you'll feel good about, just do it. That's all I can say is that famous... Whoever, just do, who, oh, Nike. Nike
0: said <laughs> it. I will say this one year on Christmas Eve, uh, New Year's Eve, a dear friend of mine had, had just had a bad couple of months yeah with illness right. but she was famous for giving a new year's eve party and she said to me i still want to do it denise and i said well let's simplify it do right. you know what i mean exactly and so we asked all the guests to dress up though and men came in tuxedos some men came in white dinner jackets that they had we all put on velvet and zircons but every every single guest was responsible for bringing their own bottle or their own bottle well, of that champagne was a good way to do it and then some some treat mm-hmm. something whatever mm-hmm. it was it could be it could have been corn nuts i think someone did bring corn nuts <laughs> but we put it all out on the table and do you know what it was and then she toasted we all toasted the, thank god she was alive cuz it had been yeah. that kind of emergency yeah. in her life yeah and then we sang someone played the piano and i remember that's she always, so we sang songs and we had the best
1: so it's not time. always about the food it's about who you're with so And I that's the that, thing to remember right absolutely yeah Well, I'm wishing everybody a a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
0: Me too. And thank you. Thank you, Cindy. Thank you, Diane. Thank you. Oh, just a minute. Cindy just gave me the finger, not the middle (laughs) finger, her pointing (laughs) finger. Cindy has five fingers on that hand, and she uses them all, okay? Please give us a five-star review on iTunes. Denise is a moron. Oh no, that's I wasn't supposed to read that part. And send please send us and email us your stories to womanbeyond at iCloud.com. We'd love to hear how you celebrate. Exactly. Thank you. Bye-bye.